Hi, everyone. Hello. It's Lara and Ed, and we're back in another episode of Babe. Coming to you from a very special place. Coming to you live from Ed's new deck. It's really changed my life. It's a real outdoor vibe. I've never done a pod outdoors before. There's a lot of firsts here. There's a lot of firsts happening. There's a little bit like where the neighbors, you can hear like a neighbor's pool heater in the background. Unfortunately, you're just going to have to deal with that. Yeah. It's part of nature. It's part of this pod. And it's what's happening. It's character. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of auditory textures. So just like live, laugh, and love them. Yeah, like, you might hear like a fountain in the distance or a bird chirping. Or like a, some neighbors like giggling about something. Yeah. It's kind of like when Oprah does her Super Soul Sundays. Ooh. Except it's just like Lara's. Lara's Treehouse. Babe days. Yeah. <laughs> it's like PB's Playhouse, Lara's Treehouse. So Ed's had a real, you've had a real deck journey. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that I wanted a duck in my life. Mm-hmm. But what happened was the city came one day in January and they were like, I'm sorry, you have no choice, but uh, we are going to come and tear up your like outdoor space that you have. And I like was like, what can I do? And they were like, nothing, because we need to fix the sewer. Mm-hmm. So then they spent every day here for three months, tore down giant old trees that were like 60 feet tall and tore- destroyed like most of the vegetation back here. But... As a perk, they did give me money to use specifically on the back. So I made a deck and it's changed the game. Yeah, it's a real facelift. It's a real facelift. It's it's actually, you know, I miss those big trees and like I am like Gaia, you know, like I love Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. You're a real nature head. I'm a nature head. I'm a peony head. But now I feel like I'm even more of a nature head, even though those trees are gone because now I'm in the nature. Yeah. In this treehouse vibe, we're living in the treetops. Yeah. Really. Trees are poking through the deck. It's a real upgrade. Yeah. So thanks, city. Yeah. I love it out here. If anyone's looking for an upgrade, like make sure that your sewer doesn't work. Um, Lots of changes are alight. I'm getting a dog. And it's your birthday on Thursday. And my birthday is on Thursday. My birthday present to myself. It's a huge present. Is a dog. It's It's a a huge, huge present. Yeah. I'm kind of freaked out. I'm having like a very like anxiety ridden reaction to it. Like I'm equal parts super excited, but I'm also like I'm glad that you are. That's healthy. Like a heavy like anxiety. You should be nervous. It's a big thing. But I think it's I think you're gonna love it. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Tony's not gonna be a bad dog. No, Tony's gonna be a great dog. I found the cutest, most round little loaf, loaf of a pug. Named Tony. Named Tony. Which is really perfect for you because you love Tony Soprano. Yeah, I love Tony Soprano and I didn't set out with like any name in mind because I feel like you really have to meet a creature and then it tells you what its name is. And then it was very clear that literally I met Tony Soprano. And Tony already had figured out his name. I met Anthony the dog, <laughs> aka Tony. <laughs> He's it's my dog. really cute. He's so cute. And your fears are good because people that just buy a dog randomly and they're like, la, la, la. And then they don't realize it's like, you know that you're getting into like, you know, a minimum decade, basically. Yeah. I mean, the first time I bought a dog. Wait, you bought a dog? Also? I did. Oh. Ten years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and this that is dog the, got... the plot thickens. No, the plot is thick. Is this a Francesca type story? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, got a giveaway? No, it was, it was more of like a rehome because I realized I like got in way too deep. And then the dog ended up with 
a gay couple that really loved him and cherished him and it was like a good deal but that was a time where i got a dog and i was like chicago no it was in oklahoma city it was after high school and i was dating this guy and we'd been together like six months but had a really up and down relationship get a dog together yeah i was like oh my god we went to a pet store and i was like look at this dog it's so cute like i need it like i just need it like i know i need it and then i got it and then it was not like neither of us knew what kind of dog was it it was a wiener dog he was really adorable what's his name his name is gary gary's a sweetie gary was a sweetie but i truly did not know how to take care of a dog and then i was like like what do i do with this dog how long did you have it i had it for like a couple months and then i was just like (laughs) i can't last a long no (laughs) i can see you like in the winter walking the dog being like annoying i just like didn't know what i was doing and i think back to that time and i feel really ashamed huh (laughs) you're like it eats and poops yeah like at one point i just was like well leave it in your roommates in the kitchen of your apartment because i had college just all day it was bad it was really bad i mean that said if you don't have a ton of space i mean people do have dogs and leave them in small spaces i know but it was just like i look back on that time and i'm like okay this was not the best choice it was a bit of a babe like don't ever it taught me you never get a dog with someone you with a, just t- in a tbd relationship yeah. <laughs> and then you just never get a dog without truly realizing like what the dog entails so i think i'm having anxiety because i'm like thinking back to that real dog fail and being like i don't want to repeat that like I and I know better, but then I think I have like a negative self talk that's like you're gonna fuck up this well, dog again. As I was saying to you last night, I think you're in for an easier ride than the. Is, I have always adopted dogs, and this is you're getting as a puppy from a breeder, which means that you won't have to re- you won't have to worry about what happened to the dog before. Because I love my dog Beast, and he is in his last few months, but he has. The entire 16 years, or I've had him 14, he was two when I got him. Mm-hmm. He's not been easy. Like, yeah. I don't want another dog like Beast. Like, I love Beast, and we've had really amazing times, but he's never basically been house trained. Mm-hmm. He has extreme separation anxiety, hates other dogs. You basically can't take him anywhere without him freaking out. Now you can because he's just out of it. Yeah, he's like deaf and blind at yeah. this point. Well, he's not blind, but he's deaf. Yeah. He's just out of it. But that's then it's now he's just completely incontinent. It's not even like semi-house trained. It's like zero house trained. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah, it's, his time is coming. But you'll be able to train. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to that. Like, I know that I will be really good at setting a lot of training boundaries yeah. with Tony. And like... Hugs aren't the smartest pugs are pretty they're i think i think pugs get a bad rap because i had a reader write in about like a dumb pug that they had that like brewed in their laundry is like pretty dumb they're not really they're people pleasers (laughs) i mean they're they are bred to please their owners like they just want to make you happy which i really love and like i respect that initiative on i'm excited about you having a pug because my experience with pugs is that they always smell and I know you won't allow that. Uh, no, You'll I'm all have about that like dog a scrubbed expensive down shampoo, day. like doggy wipes to clean its little face folds and wrinkles. And like my pug is just going to be like a silky baby. I love that. Yeah, because I've never been in a pug with a pug that I could get too close to because it was just too like, <laughs> and, like, it was just like <laughs> and it just smelled. I love pugs because they're hilarious. Yeah. But it was just like a smell of the moment. They're comedians. They're comedians. They're, they're stand-up comedians. They're Yeah. 
They're if like, you think of like the like most... Kevin James, just kidding. <laughs> no, pugs are not like a KJ. Pugs are like Danny DeVito in the seventies. <laughs> pugs are true. They are lollers through and through. Uh oh, uh, something fell on me. Welcome deck to life. nature, deck life. <laughs> There's like a neighbor sawing something. Yeah. And like a, a bee flew that by. flew near me and like an acorn that fell on Ed. Well, Lots of things are happening yeah, out here. That's called living in nature. Yeah. Classic nature. <laughs> the sound. <laughs> the buzz saw is so classic. The buzz saw is really great. Are you enjoying it, I love listeners? It. I love it. I hope you guys do too. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Pug life is going to be really fun. I'm really intrigued to see what Tony's personality is like with other dogs, with you. Yeah. Is he lazy? I also think of pugs as very lazy. Well, I like them because they're like chill like i can't they flop around. like i could do a high energy dog and i could see myself one day getting a dog that's like you go on a hike or like i could see you with like a high pony like sprinting on the beach with your dog moment yeah like i just like I'm, really it's owning leading up to me being like having like an australian shepherd that's just like running around <laughs> or like <laughs> that's a lot of work i know but i'm saying a lead up i'm talking like this is like it's years down the road. I'm worried about the snoring for you. Pug snore. They yeah. already told you that Tony's snoring. Tony is a snorer. He loves a sleep on his back and like a snore journey. I think I'm going to be okay with that. I'm a little worried too, but like he could, he can sleep in his own little bed. That's true. This buzzsaw is pretty wild. The buzzsaw is wild. Should we move? No, it's cute. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having too much fun up here, soaking in the <laughs> I'm energy. I'm trying to put myself in the reader's vibe, and if they're listening on a headphone with like this is like, a free episode, so it's not like anyone paid for it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, come on! I love Ed with a smackdown, smackdown, free, so the quality can be shit. <laughs> Should we say that for the Patreon bonus episode? Oh, it's going to be in a soundproof room. It'll be in a soundproof room with like premium sound, zero buzzsaw. Only for Patreon. It should just become like an increasing troll on the free users (laughs) to be like, like, just like put like a screeching sound in the background each time and be like, well, if you want to hear the good stuff. Head on over to Patreon. Yeah, you better uh, <laughs> pony up some dough. Tony's not paying for himself. <laughs> he certainly isn't. That's another thing where I was like, oh, I have a lot of like dog things to square away. Like I already bought his leash and collar and a little nameplate that says oh, Tony. You already bought that? Yeah. Last night you were like, I don't know if I'm going to get the dog today. You're like, he's got a name tag, a leash. <laughs> well, I'm just scared because I real like I didn't expect to have such an anxiety reaction to it, and it's just like, I don't know. I have a lot of fears. Maybe this will help you confront your fears. I think so. Tony's ready to put a mirror in your face. Yeah. Tony's like, look at me. 
I was talking to Ed last night about it, and I was like telling him all my hopes and fears and he was like you sound like my friends that are about to have like a baby like what they think <laughs> and i was like this is like my baby it is it is but a single the cost woman. is a lot less than a baby the cost is a ton less a lot less i'm gonna get dog insurance yeah yeah it's a dollar a day so excited to pay for health insurance for a dog <laughs> do you <laughs> have I'd health insurance for that. you yeah okay just <laughs> I'm like, no me throw caution to the wind you never know no i have Huge health insurance for oh, it's me. So expensive. It's crazy expensive. Obamacare. How much is yours? No, I don't do Obamacare. What are you on? I'm pay private health insurance. What's it called? Uh, through Oscar. Oh, Oscar. Which I was trolled at How first. Much a month? It's like four hundred seventy nine. I think. It's <sighs> still a lot. It ain't cheap. But no. I'll tell you what was a good thing. I was really trolled Oscar. at first by it's a my health- company. What I know. That's a bit of a. Carly TBD Kloss. for me, you know. Carly Kloss is just, just living that Oscar making a batch, list. making a batch of Carly's cookies with some dollars from my health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Putting no. together a met from ball her gown. empire of modeling. From her empire, she doesn't need modeling. that Oscar cash. Um, I'm sure that she gets a little runoff of that Oscar cash. You know that she's at least going on like a nice date or a vacation. Oh yeah, with Private some chat. of my pie pie. Yeah, like she's gonna be on a yacht and eat a croissant, and that croissant on the yacht will be from me you, personally. Your gift to Carly. So I hope that she really enjoys it. I can eat too. I hope that she has a cheat day. She used to follow me. Should I DM her and be like, do you eat croissants? <laughs> I think every once in a while, like on a vacay in the sea, in maritime law where there's no like no one calories, yeah. she eats a croissant. Yeah. But only there, which I get. So I hope she loves it. <laughs> her $479 croissant. Yeah. Because it helped me get ass surgery and only have to pay $300 for it. That is good. Yeah. Which I didn't even pay. My mom paid for it, which was really nice of her. Linda, always to the rescue. I know. she. And like, you know what? My butt is fully healed. It's great. It's a, is it ready for some play? I looked at it today. No. I think it, I'm going to wait about a year. A year. I feel comfortable at a year mark to, to then really like, celebrate with like a hard, with just a anal old, sex journey. Yeah. Just yeah. Like a, go fist. I won't go fist. <laughs> We talked about fisting last time, and we, we did. learned a lot. I, I now talk about fisting almost every episode. It's, wow. I just love a chat about a fist journey. But, like, a year mark is when I'm going to feel comfortable with an anal. But I looked at my butthole in the mirror today, oh. and it looked gorgeous. I love like it, you doing... Do you have, like, a floor mirror that you did it with? No. <laughs> what, what's a floor mirror? I don't mirror? know. Do you put, like... I just... <laughs> Be like, I only have mirrors that yeah, are like up I at like face level. Do you, what are you? I like have a handheld mirror. Oh, I don't have those. It's a vintage one. I was just imagining propping yourself a... up on the counter, like spreading, like putting your head between your legs, <laughs> like looking, that, looking back, trying <laughs> to get a like, good I angle. I can't really see it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Using your camera phone to like get a video. <laughs> no, I have like a handheld mirror that's like a vintage silver. Ooh, so it's just like a premium. Yeah, so I take it out of my little area premium. and then I looked because like, I was ooh. kind of scared because I haven't looked at my butt in a while. It's healed perfectly. And it really is. It's looking better than ever. Like I have a truly a whole new ass. Would you say that your butthole is tighter now? Yes. Wow. For a while. Poops hurt? Post-surgery. No, poops didn't hurt. But post-surgery... There was a loose feeling that I was uncomfortable with because oh. I was like, oh my God, like what? It was like just farts slipping out left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Which well. I was like 
kind of freaked out. Like this may be my new future with just like kind of a loose butt hole. A lot of people have that. Which a lot, I know a lot. It's a common thing. Loose butt. Yeah. But I was not, I was like prepared. I was ready for that. Like just to be my future. If it meant no fistula, but like a perma loose butt. But I'm really happy to report and i'm sure the readers are happy to hear yeah that it is so it's like almost like tight. not just did you save a lot of like pain and anguish but it's almost cosmetic you got a tighter ass and it looks great yeah you and it cosmetically facelift. it looks like it's a whole new asshole it's really Major. beautiful jesus so thanks thanks carly just t- <laughs> thank you carly and jared thank you so much not jared it's josh josh oh yeah Jared, thanks for nothing. Yeah. It's two J literally names. Thanks, I got confused. Thanks for, nothing, thanks for literally, literally thank not a single thing. The world. Yeah. Thank you for being hideous. <laughs> the least hot Kushner. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean a walking Are there more? I don't know. There's Jared and Josh. Josh is hot. I get confused. Okay, Josh, Josh is, is the Carly one. Yeah, yeah, he's hot. He's hot. Jared's wasting away. Oof, he's just, like a Stephen King thinner, where he just is like becoming just more like and more promoting bad policy. Yeah, just like kind of oblivious. I mean, how do they? How do like? So I feel like Ivanka's really smart, and Jared is really smart. They're both definitely smart people. Yeah. How do they just like wake up every day and they're like la la la? Like our dad, my dad is tweeting crazy things again throwing temper tantrums saying i'm a really stable genius and they're like well you know you don't know him like i do he's such a sweetie trust me her dad's attacking another woman who's very smart saying tweeting doctored videos of her and i just don't understand what they're like well another day at work (laughs) hop in the car kids drop you off on the way to the white house i know i've refused how what is going on in their brains i think it's just like money and power they're like we just ride they're like babe this is crazy but we just gotta ride it out for like (laughs) we need that yacht yeah they're like we need a third yacht four to six more years and this will be over and then like we'll be president like i think that that's what they think (laughs) and they just do not care about the well-being i think they're really thinking long term not short term what is their long-term goal world domination yeah I mean, this has probably been great for business. No, it's got the the Trump name has gone down. Like Ivanka's clothing line got like canceled and stuff. It got like taken out of Nordstrom, but isn't it like selling like bonkers elsewhere? Well, I don't know about her clothing, but I know that like the Trump brand is suffering because of, I mean, let's be honest, like the majority of people in the world aren't idiots and realize this is a psychotic moment in history, like truly psychotic. Yeah. Like there is... But I, I think that there's way more people for years now, but it's like with every day I realize more and more that it's mind boggling to me that millions of people can support someone that is so clearly unhinged. Like this is a person that within one hour of meeting, if I were just a teenager, an undeveloped human, I would say, Oh, Oh my God. <laughs> and then I'd be like, Oh my God, this person's so horrible and offensive. Like someone's lock him up into a mental institution. And yet here he is, in his 70s, doing way crazier things than anyone could have possibly done to me in college, where it's just ruining the world, just cozying up with dictators, just like tweeting insane things constantly. And millions of people are like, I love him. They he's love just, him. But it's, I think it's so hate-based. It's like they love him because he shits on people. Yeah, I think They so. love that. They're just like, yes. I think he activates something. He it's, I think and like a all, hate and an anger that is I like... I think it's all race-based. I think the whole thing... Is like fundamentally down to like 
fear of white people losing power because they're just like, let's shit on everyone. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Definitely. But I think another part of it is like liberals are kind of like also shanking in their own way. 24 seven, like can't really get like unified. Can't really come up with like scene. It's just, can you imagine if a democratic president did even one one hundredth of what he's done? They'd be kicked out and impeached in a hot second. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bill Clinton got a blowjob. That's it. It's like Trump has fucked like every and he random... lied under oath, which was like the yeah, big but thing. he uh, Trump has literally been an accoster. Like he's like sexually attacked people, and it's just like la la la. Yeah. Well, Here we're is. living in an age of total like. <sighs> Thank God for this deck to just bring us down to earth. <laughs> He's ruining the world one second at a time, but you know what? Just thank God for this deck. Truly. That's <laughs> all you have in this we world. We need a safe space of calm. On it, the only thing you have in this world is your own like deck. deck. Yeah. You Whatever need, that is yeah. to each person, it's like the world is going to get crazier and crazier. You like I don't think it's space. over. I think it's going to get more insane. I think that Trump probably has a great chance of winning the next election. Unfortunately, I, but I think it's true. And the really only dark. thing you can really do is just like build your own deck and just like lounge. <laughs> and buy peonies at Trader Joe's. Buy peonies at Trader Joe's. F- seek out great deals and yeah. just like pounce on them and like get a Tony and like be around your friends and try and spread like love and light wherever you go. Because yeah. there really is like the world. I think if we're you, learning if you that the world is you constantly listen to the news, which I do too much and it's a problem, I need to cut back on my news. Yeah, I cut back way on the news because I was listening to the daily every morning when I was making coffee and I truly was like, this actually makes me very depressed and anxious and like I can't start with every day with like horrible news. I need to be like kind of living in a slight world of delusion. I know. That's what's so fucked about now is that we have to live to like be mildly healthy mentally. Yeah. Like, how do you reconcile all this? I don't know. There's no way to like constantly acknowledge it and feel like, I don't know. Anyways, if anyone has any tips out there, flowers help. Flowers and help. A deck nature definitely helps. helps. A deck helps. So like build one. Yeah. Just build a deck. <laughs> Home Deeps. <laughs> Home Deeps. Just get crafty. I love a DIY. There's crazier things out there in the world than a deck. A deck is not an A deck is a chill, thing. yeah. Just some wood and some just, you know, think some ideas of yours. Yeah, I think also plants help a lot. Yeah, plants help a lot. Like I found in situations of like turmoil, in my situation of turmoil over the last year, I turned to plants and, and they really, I have a lot of plants and they have really helped my day-to-day existence so i highly recommend like a plant i like went heavy on the bougainvillea back here yeah bougainvillea is really affordable did you know that yeah it's like a weed well it's, it's a, a flowering weed. weed it's beautiful it's a gorgeous weed mm-hmm. it's like 50 bucks for like a big tall one yeah it's chill home deeps has great deals home on deeps plants. can make i mean there's got to be a mom and pop out there to support but home deeps if you need it yeah um duck life I had a shower journey this week, which really, which really reminded me of you because I would say 
over the period of time where I was like really broke and having to Airbnb to slide by, you allowed me to, to live, live with, with me. you. Yeah. And I think out of anyone and anywhere I've ever been, you have the best shower pressure in the world. Just the pressure Th- that I've experienced. Yeah, love it. The shower pressure in the guest bathroom is truly a too much though. <laughs> That's she what takes you think. long, long, luxurious showers with a not water code friendly shower faucet. I mean, sp- spigot or head. Yeah, I love a long shower. Just I do not water. like a flow restrictor. No. Well, here's the deal, and this is what I realized because I got gifted a shower head from the wish list, and I installed it, but the water pressure went from I being know. like great. I, saw. I know, but I'm explaining for okay. anyone for that readers didn't that don't see. Watch yeah, because there's some follow Lars Marie on Instagram. There's a lot of readers that don't follow me on Instagram, but I want to keep them up to speed. True. So. The water pressure turned from great to horrible, and then it was like Holiday in like I don't courtyard that. Marriott no. water pressure, like a firm mist. I hate that style. Like, it almost like cuts your skin. Here's the deal: is I realized like I already take a long shower. That's just that's like my life. Sure. I have a lot of hair to wash and I'm condition. I'm a real tall person. I have to wash my whole body. Then if you put shaving in the mix or like a conditioning mask, like it just. <sighs> It, and it, like you have to exfoliate it's a whole thing mm-hmm. so when the water pressure is lower my shower increases in time by at least like 10 minutes because it takes that much longer to wash everything off and get like super clean so honestly it's worse for the environment if i have a low water pressure i love this justification you've made for yourself it's true though <laughs> And then I even realized, I had a lot of realizations about the shower. There's a squirrel in that tree. There's a squirrel. Nature. It's crazy. There's a lone crow just crowing away. They're all here to be a part of the party. But I realized that flow restrictors, which are now federally mandated and built into every shower head, and they're built in so you can't remove them. They used to be removable, but now they're not. I know. Because of They're misogynistic. Oh, And it's the patriarchy. This was not... This is a patriarchy... A take that I was expecting. Yeah. It's the patriarchy trying to keep women down. I realized as I was going through the shower drama... Because of long hair? Because if you're a woman, chances are you have longer hair than a man. I'd say generally... Talk to Fabio. (laughs) (laughs) Fabio and one guy I saw on Bumble that truly had the most luxurious long hair I've ever Jonathan seen. Jonathan Van Ness. Jonathan he Van Ness. A, he needs a high power shower too, just yeah. like you. But like, if you have longer hair and if you're a woman who like shaves and does that kind of self-care journey, not all women do, but a lot of women do, you're going to need more of a water pressure situation to just make sure you're like washed off and clean. And if you don't have that, you can't do that. So then how are you going to feel your best? Then you go around all day with like a flat hair, just like sediment on you, and you're you kind of dirty. You should literally make poster boards with like like shower rights, like like take it to the I'm street. About shower justice, and you cannot tell me. Do At not the next ever try March, and tell me. I know what your posters <laughs> are going to be about. <laughs> Showers are t- bringing us down. They are. Well, that is a flow restrictor. Write, like, Who does a it hurt piece the most? For, like, I don't know, slate or something about it. A flow restrictor doesn't hurt you. You take a two minute shower. You don't care. You just get in, get out, and but you I don't like have a lot water. of shave. Yeah. I, flow restrictors hurt femme people. 
I'm afraid to say my shower isn't as soothing anymore because of a massive <laughs> bee situation which took control of my life. Like you're the guest bathroom turned into a true a beehive actually. A literal beehive where they built Okay, wait. Go So there's like a air duct coming out the side of the building. As far as I know, it's connected to the dryer. I think it's like a dryer thing. Maybe. Seems like a chill place for a bee to want to get so, into. Like warm, smells ye- fresh all the time. Yeah, just like yummy. Yeah, just like, like a cozy, cozy place yeah. to raise your bee family yeah. and serve your queen bee. So they like started it, but you don't really notice that bees are taking over until it's too late. Like you're just like, oh my God, like there's so much flora and fauna. Like I'm so happy that yeah. nature exists. Like there these was, are threatened. Bees die at alarming rates. Yeah. You know, it's just. There was one day there was because the bee thing started back when I was staying here sometimes. Wait. Yeah. Because I saw I would see a bee every once in a so while in the shower. Literally two years ago. Yeah. I would see a bee and I'd be like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, I'll let this bee be, you know, <laughs> and like and then I'd go about my business. But then time went on and it turned into a real bee situation we just kept thinking that they just like come and go and live their bee life but they (laughs) were not gonna do that where you see one bee there's literally a colony of bees that it is like reporting back to the bees started to what i didn't realize that they were coming through the shower light fixture oh yeah i always thought they were coming through the window so we started like cramming the window with like shut and like putting paper towel on the cracks we're like gotta stop them from coming in then every day i'd wake up there'd be more dead bees or alive bees at the window i'd be like how did they get in and you would get stung oh yeah how many times did you get stung i got stung twice (laughs) simon got stung once and that's like i stopped going in the guest when you revealed that there was a sting involved and there were not just like one rogue bee every like week but like literal multiple bees in there towards the end it got to be about it got to be about (laughs) 50 bees a day would be trapped in there and they would just come and go and every morning i would wake up and i would go around and collect the dead bees and flush them and have like just like god when will they go away then i discovered (laughs) i just wasn't thinking then i discovered that getting rid of bees they get worse and worse i know they grow like 10 pounds a month the hive or something like crazy like that so it was a giant hive Getting rid of a bee humanely is impossible to do unless you want to spend thousands. And also... To, like, relocate the hive. Yeah. And also, they would have had to cut the entire wall of my shower, break all that old tile, destroy the whole thing, and that's... They don't replace it. That's just, like, you pay, like, that top fee to just get the hive out, and then you have to then retile and fix all your walls yeah so thousands of dollars later is that like a house bees... insurance thing can no, pay no I, it's just like a private it's just like pay. you gotta do Ooh. so then it's like what do i do and then the unfortunately i had to sadly i couldn't we spent three months looking for an affordable humane bee option and we never found one that was like in the price range that didn't involve like destroying the bathroom too. Because if you were like a millionaire, yeah. I would have said I you could like, have moved the, the bee right out here and then become a beekeeper. That's on what the this side. guy. This is a beautiful house that I've been to. Chandelier created. You know that. Remember yeah. that place, Flamingo. Mm-hmm. He's got these beehives. The original plan was that we were going to give him our hive to add to his hives. Yeah, but then it just turned into like a full blown, like redo the bathroom thing. And I was like, I can't do that. Like I don't have like that money just to like, just be like a time for a remodel. You can't have like a full HGTV, HGTV moment because of that. I I love that. So you had, you had to just smoke them out and kill them. 
unfortunately. I know, and I, I for sure know that there's readers right now that are judging me really harshly about yeah. that. Yeah. I'm sorry uh, to the, any vegan readers. No, but I'm there's sorry just to people, the bee there's lover. Like bee, I'm a, I love bees. I've donated to bee causes in the past. Well, <laughs> but now I'm a part of the problem. And I know that there's people out there just being like, I know someone that would do it. Why didn't you ask me? Well, I didn't know you then. And it was, we started getting stung all the time. Yeah. So it just was, and it was too, that, that destroying the bathroom. That guest bathroom has a lot of other problems. Like, it's a nice bathroom. It's a nice though. bathroom, but it definitely the wall fell apart for a while. The wall was falling apart, which was fine. It was whatever, but like, really, my biggest problem with it is just the toilet doesn't flush. Is a hard. It takes a lot of flushes. like flushes or just like a certain kind of flush yeah, to make the toilet flush, and that gives me. I already had like brew anxiety, but then when you're in like a public setting and you brew, and then the toilet won't flush the brew then it really piles on. I never let my brews ling- linger there. I just sit there and do the time until it goes down. Oh, yeah. Well, but a I lot mean... of people don't, and I go walk in there, it's just a log, and it's just like, <laughs> wow. So it's like that bathroom is always giving me a gift of it's other people's a true, brews. It's a, it's, a ba- it's a drama bathroom. Yeah, it there's is. There's just like lots and of shit goes down. And now there's thousands of dead bees in my wall that yeah. smell. So it's a real, like a bee... <laughs> rotting bee carcasses and like a dead beehive that i guess just smell until it like the earth takes it back and it turns in the into walls dirt. like the wood of the walls absorb it i don't know it's not i just read about it and it's eventually the smell goes away like after six months sounds like you need some dip i mean i wish i could just redo the whole bathroom sounds great maybe you should start a gofundme <laughs> <laughs> You just start to go find me and shoot the video for it on this deck. Yeah. And be like, oh, God, like, I have everything I could ever want almost. <laughs> I have I a deck. I need to get these bees out and a new bathroom. But, like, now the bees are gone. So, really, I just would love, like, some to raise the money to just, like, take the dead bees out and then redo the bathroom. Like, fully redo. Yeah. Like, With, like I Moroccan wait. tiles. I can't wait two months. No, I need it now. Yeah, I need it, really. Yeah. I need it's a need. Yeah. Okay, so DM me or Lara if anyone's into this GoFundMe <laughs> idea. I feel like it could be a really good move. You know, I'm going to be going into like, I'm going to be going to school to become a therapist. Like, I, I, I'm going to, I won't have the funds anymore. Yeah. I'm going to need a GoFundMe for a bathroom re- overhaul. <laughs> um, I'm excited. So you're having like a whole, I'm having a you're having like a whole life, life change, change journey. Yeah. Yeah. Back and to school. I love that. Yeah. I'm nervous too. I'm scared kind of like you getting the dog. Mm-hmm. I like, oh, I had a school nightmare last night that was like about like me, like not having done the right proper work and like not getting credits or something. And it was like, oh, like yeah. stress dream. And I was like, I'm back in college. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <sighs> I'm excited though. I want to exercise that part of my brain again. And I really find mental health fascinating and fulfilling and interesting. And I've been in a lot of therapy and I guess my therapist told me that that's part one of the biggest things you can have an experience is just to have been in it yeah because then you also have to do all the hours and like you most therapists are in therapy yeah i'm sure because you're having to like you're always growing you're always changing you're always learning yeah and you're taking on like a lot of your clients like energy like i'm sure that you have like a lot of feelings and stuff to like process that part i'm a little nervous about because i feel like i can get affected by other people's like moods and energies and i have to well i've got years to learn how to do this i'm not that stressed yeah i don't know how to like drop someone's sadness quickly mm-hmm. well you'll better figure it better out Better figure it out <laughs> well i've got two years <laughs> two plus two plus years yeah 
but yeah, new new changes, new changes. Love music, never saying goodbye. Just got to try something new in life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, something that doesn't involve me being on the road all the time. I get that away from home. I think that away when from this you. Deck. Yeah, you have a lot of... I have separation anxiety from this deck. You have a lot of hours that you need to log on the deck. (laughs) Should I make this into the office? Yeah, for sure. Just be like, come sit up here. Um, I think it's always good if you're like burned out or just like burned by your creative endeavors to like retool and rethink and then give yourself space because then you never know when you're going to want to come back. Yeah. You just I love music forcing. and I know I'm going to be doing music again. It's yeah. not like I don't feel like it's a farewell. It's just like oh, well, I want to have other skills that I can use. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I have them, but I want to like fine tune them and become trained in a different thing. That's yeah. not just like, the, t- the TBD of the music world where it's just like, will people stream it or not? Yeah, it's a hard. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to become a musician at this point. I in feel time. bad because people still I get tons of messages of people being like, What's your advice for starting out? It's like, I, if this was 10 years ago, I could give you like a hardcore great plan to like get blogs attention. Like blogs don't even exist. Mm-hmm. Like it's like get on the blogs and like get on the music, you know, get, you know, just like I would have had like at least an idea of what would help because it's like a lot of like push pound in the pavement and like kind of just like giving your CD out. Like that's what I did. Literally just yeah. put my CD and handed it to like everyone, which yeah. is non-existent really. Now you just email a link, I guess. But now I don't even know how people get noticed. It's insane. There's so much music. There's a lot of music. I think, like, I follow a guy called Bob Lefsitz who writes, like, a daily emails and stuff. And he has a lot of advice for, like, musicians. But I've found it really helpful for podcasting Mm because it's kind of, like, a similar vibe a little bit. Like, because you just have to establish an audience and, like, get people to engage and, like, listen to your content. But, like, I truly... Like, I wouldn't really know where to begin. It's like you just have to tour and perform all the time and, like, constantly make new product, which is kind of like in podcasting what I do just as, I know as far as so recording many, that it's hard. So one of the biggest myths I have to say is that when we first started out, and this still is a myth, and I think people still say it, was that if you tour, people will come. It's basically like Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. That is not true. We played many a time to zero to 10 people mm-hmm. and we would just be like well i guess we got to tour more <laughs> and touring is expensive even if you're sleeping on floors and like like living in the van like we did like for the yeah. first few years like and it was just like everyone's like god you keep touring it looks like you're not touring hard enough like that was like the response <laughs> from our first label they were like the guy would come being like you got to tour man it doesn't just come out of nowhere and we're like okay yeah but that's not that's well, you not just how things keep happen. Doing it and doing it and doing yeah. it. Like it's like a never give up kind of thing. So never give up, but I don't because it's not it's, like I think the. But I just feel like I know bands now that tore their asses off and don't necessarily get the exposure that they yeah. need. You I need know. that one person who has access, who's a writer for that one thing. I don't even know what's influential these days. To be completely honest, yeah, it's mostly like you just want to get a shout out from like Kylie. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Just get Kylie to story you, then you're made. Yeah, you need like a <laughs> macro influencer to like. That's take my to your only music. advice for new musicians: befriend a Jenner or a Kardashian and get them to shout out your band. Yeah, what was amazing? <laughs> I saw um, there was this photo of Kendall Jenner like reading a book on a yacht. That's oh, like all come 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 yeah from woman. come 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 from Darcy Wilder. Yeah, which I've read that book. It's amazing, but it's also like a deeply depressing read. Like it's like intense. And 
so good. But also I was like, whoa, Kendall can really like handle this. Like it, re- I, it gave me a new respect, but I was also just like, hell fucking yes. I just wish she shouted it out though. Has made it. Because most people aren't going to like zoom into a blurry cover and be like, what is that? I don't know. It got a lot of traction Did on it? like social media. Like I saw a lot of people like talking about oh, it. Good for her. Good yeah. for Darcy. I need to read that. I know. Do you think I'd like? Yeah. I need to read that. That sounds good. I was in like a TBD mental. You could read it on the deck. You could totally read it on the Does deck. Does it feel like a deck read? Ooh, truck. Ooh, God. You know what I hate? A truck. That wasn't a truck. That was a motorcycle. Ugh. Like a I loud. I fully agree with you. What is the point of that? They make that to make the noise. Yeah. It's just like a they way for them to like jizz all over like your noise ears. pollution. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Look. They love okay, so some people it's got the most motorcycles. People I feel like that make that noise. My dad got was really into motorcycles for a while, and then he would try and have them built where they would get like super loud, like one or two. Why? I don't know. It's like it's, it's just, just like a high. It's to be like I'm here, but now I'm gone. <laughs> love in a meek way. I'm here. <laughs> hey. Oh my god! Shh, I'm sorry. I'm here. I didn't mean to make the noise. Just <laughs> install the machine like, to make a giant noise. It hurts people. I hate it hurts it. me. I mean, when you're just trying to like have a salad on the street, or and just then, like pot on a deck, yeah, and like suddenly a, a motorcycle. <laughs> like I was having like a salad on the street recently in Beverly Hills, <laughs> and a then a show. motorcycle salad on the street. <laughs> I love a, like a casual salad yeah. on the side of it, a chopped salad from mm. La Scala uh, on the side of the street. Yeah. I don't get the hype, but I love that for you. It's just a it's a it's a classic sal. And then a motorcycle guy went by and I was like, what? Like, why do you do this? Could you ask Butch what the reasoning behind it it's is? It's just to be loud. It ju- it's just but like, like, what's like, the louder, it, the does better. Does it kind of like turn you on or does it make you feel tough? No, it truly it is just like the louder, just, the better. It makes them feel like strong. It's just like, it's like how loud can you get your bike? And it's like a contest of whoever can get the loudest. And it's like, you've just achieved the loudest bike. It's really just about how loud can it get? Isn't that crazy? It's so insane to me. And it doesn't like make any sense. And especially kit out something to just be like so loud. And then you just have a loud off with all your other loud bike riders. Can you turn the loud off and on? Or just every step you take on that motorcycle? <laughs> I don't know. Can you like turn it off if you're like, I'm a little tired of this noise? Maybe. But it might cause switch. extra. It's a little switch to be like, I guess I won't noise pollute. Uh, but also the loud, I think it serves a dual purpose because if you're driving on highways or doing long road trips, it lets drivers and cars know that you're behind them. So they but don't like, an actual run logical you over. Reason. Yeah. So that is, it serves like a bit of a safety purpose. But like when you're just driving down like Cannon Drive in Beverly Hills next to Silver a bunch Lake of like Boulevard. salad chillers, you cannot, like it's not okay. I'm sure the people at LaMille weren't happy. No. They deserve that troll, though. <laughs> LaMille, <laughs> LaMille is too pricey. They recently got rid of their, like, in-house baker, which has made the best stuff. And now they just, like, ship in other stuff. And I was so bummed. Like a star... They, like, Starbucks just it? Some, like, local Do baker Do they still charge good. the same amount of money for their baked goods? Yeah. And they're not that good anymore. Great. LaMille so loves charging, like, $25 for, like, egg scrambled eggs. Um, and like a spinach. Well, so does its neighbor, Botanica. I know. He's, Silver Lake Boulevard tro- is, is a troll. truly a Beverly Hills. I like Eleni. Eleni is chill. I haven't been there in a while because they were the first ones that came in that yeah. I was like, whoa. Well, this no, is Lamille expensive. was before, but yeah, but Lamille was like oh, another buzz another sound. Boss. That was a love that. different kind. Eleni's good. Botanica is wildly expensive. 
and they like make people sit in like a dumpster handicapped parking spot and like eat like a $34 piece of chicken. Botanica, I love their like. It's tasty, but it's, it's tasty, just so expensive. And it's a good like brunch spot. Like I'll shell out for like a brunch from there. It's when you don't, you you're not order, hungry, but you want to spend a lot of money still. You have to, but in brunch, you can get your hunger solved. You just have to order two entrees, which is like <laughs> fine. I'll do it. And I'll like it because it's like daytime and I'm feeling like yum town. You're like, I got a double entree up again. Yeah. You get like one sweet thing and then one savory thing. That and then, does work. And then like some ice. I do coffee. like their kanji. Yeah. But then if you go for dinner, it's impossible to feel full unless you spend minimum like $150. <laughs> You are like, hey, I'll have the chicken. Like, that sounds like it's the most expensive thing on the menu. You're charging 35 Like, it must be half of a chicken. And it's like a chicken leg <laughs> and, like, some juice. And you're like, oh, wow. To real order everything on the menu to feel full kind of dinner vibe. Yeah. Which I'm just not about that life. No, the last time I went was with you and Linda. I know. And Other also, I was, like, not in a place where I, sh- I sh- definitely shouldn't have been going out for dinner. because post-op. I was two days post-op with like a maxi potential, pad in my butt loose. i was feeling extremely, extremely loose. loose yeah which is such a jarring feeling i don't recommend it botanica didn't make you feel tight no <laughs> and like i couldn't wear pants because pants were like too tight so i just had to wear like big like granny panties that my mom had bought me and then like gauze i'm all about grilling now eating in yeah Eating in now that I have is the new eating out. A deck. Yeah, eating in is the new eating out. Mm-hmm. I just want to get like, just have people over and just grill and just chill. Grill and chill. Grill and chill. <laughs> I like it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm really leaning into like... The second half of life yeah it's like good. flowers everywhere just like grill life you are having like you turned 40 and, and now it's like a whole embrace. new i year. never go out late it's a middle age i'm middle aging the fuck out it's cool i'm though. owning it yeah i'm fully going gray mm-hmm. i'm taking i think it's you propecia. are going gray i am going gray i'm taking it's nice some little propiche like half a pill wow i think it's propiche the generic one what do you i don't love it though because it does make you like not as horny which is not my fave isn't that weird but every guy i know is on it and i'm like i guess every fine. guy i know is on it every single i mean guy. i have a thick hair but i don't i've been feeling it feeling thin and i just was like i don't like that. you just need it to be thick again i just want it to stay and hair not loss is a troll yeah I've started to notice, I think, a couple grays here and there, and that is, like, a weird feeling of being, like... I'm very gray. You are, but with men, it's a whole different story. Like, it's kind of, like, a chic look. I know. That's unfair. I think gray in women is beautiful, personally. I love it, too, but it's, like, how do you go from... Like, if I started to go totally gray, I would want to just go just gray out and you go, like, be full white. silver. Yeah. Silver you don't want a salt hair. and pepper face. What? You don't want salt and pepper face. No. A salt and pepper face on a woman is, like, kind of TBD. 
I think part of it is is because if you have long hair, a salt and pepper looks weird. It's short hair. It looks kind of just flicked about. You know what I mean? It's like Fabio wouldn't look great with salt and pepper. You know what's weird to me (laughs) is that like women, like at what point as a woman do you just decide like I'm going to cut all my hair off and go just like full blown like. Old lady. Old lady style. Why is it that... Why is why, that? This is something that I think we've all that? thought. It's in Europe. It's everywhere. If you are over... It's often with weird hair dye choices. Mm-hmm. A curl. Like it's a like gray. suddenly everyone goes curly then. Suddenly everyone goes with like a <laughs> short curl. Short curl that they set. And then you have like just old lady hair. Why don't... Or you go... Very few old women... Is it because of thinning? It might just because it doesn't look that long. It might be long. because thinning... I don't, I truly don't know. What is the age where you're like, it's time to plunge, take the plunge. My mom hasn't done it. She still has long hair. Yeah. Your mom is rocking a long hair. My mom still has her like long long hair. hair. Yeah. Shoulder length, right? Yeah. Shoulder length. But I'm like, but like, I feel like all my mom's friends. Just give me the curl and let's go short, baby. All my mom's friends are going, like, you just go short. Yeah. (laughs) I would feel so exposed. It's probably freeing though. It's just like, like, way low mate. You're just like done with worrying about it. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to go pink. Why not? Been through menopause. Europe, Germany. If you go to Germany, German, elder German ladies love a off color, like a green short hair look later on. That's kind of cool. It's not even punk. It's just random. I never really understood what the vibe is. They just do it. Yeah. That seems like fun and flirty to me. <laughs> but like, like a short, because like my grandmother, both my grandmas had that like short hair that you set in a curl and you wash it like once a week and it's just like a little powder hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand. My grandma has it. Yeah. It's such My a other grandma. grandma never did it on my mom's side. My mom's side's always bucking weird trends. They're just like... Long hair for life. Yeah. You are. Yeah. You're going to be like Jessica Tandy. I love that. Do you know who that is? I do, but I can't... Driving Miss Daisy. She kept her hair long and gray and was Mm. gorge. Yeah. Or like a Lauren Hutton. Like just a long journey. A long day's journey into night regarding hair. (laughs) I was like, where are you going? (laughs) Wow, so like life changes. Life changes. Some people get like dogs. Moccasin slippers right now. I mean, that's pretty like midlife. You're fully a forty year old man. Yeah, fully. Yeah. There's pretty much nothing about me that isn't forty. Mm-hmm. Like, deck feels pretty forty. To like finally get to the age where you're like, I'm into like a deck and a grill. Yeah. And flowers. I'm like a mid thirties. Yeah, you're getting ready for your deck. On Thursday, I will be. 35 which is officially like mid 30s yeah it's half of 70 i know splash i know and you're getting a dog i'm getting a dog i'm fully like leaning into what about like your eggs do you think you'd freeze i want to freeze you should i've been researching it and i found out that if you because well, it's expensive. Right. It's like a 10K. And it's like, a, I also, it's so rude how like health insurance doesn't cover that. They're like, sorry, luxury. They're like, oh, a man can't get a boner? Like, by all means, yeah. like, here, just take Viagra, please. Like, we don't Beg want you to you. have one day go by where you can't get a boner in a jacket. Insurance covers boner pills? Yeah. Ooh. 
good to know yeah I get it well it's hot it's like men have any problem in insurance is like please roll ugh. out the red carpet like here please so ugh. and then women are like i would love to like potentially reproduce one day just my what just my biological calling but then when you NPD. don't want to reproduce they force you to but when you do they're like we can't help i know it's, it's like a, a real it's love a, to troll both it's ways. a real flow restrictor yeah. <laughs> if you know what i mean <laughs> They love like, whatever you want. They'll help do the opposite. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So like, it's like 10 K ish, I think. And, but I, then I was reading an article that said, if you want to freeze your eggs, you can get it for free. If you donate half of them to like an egg bank or whatever, and then oh. keep one half, which I was like, that seems like a chill deal. That is a chill deal. Like you may or may not have like a, lara jr out there but like you should be so lucky yeah honestly also when you do that if you end up just using like sperm from someone you don't know i really want to see one of those books where you see people's faces and profiles uh, i'm dying speaking to see one of someday. which okay so i've always wanted to see those books i have two girlfriends do that they have the book they i'll it's drive not a book. for it's it it's online <gasps> it's a, the, i need the login information <laughs> no this is the most amazing thing so i was uh i was with my girlfriend the other day and she's going through ivf her and her partner are, like trying to have a baby and they're doing the like sperm donor and so i was asking a lot of questions because you know we're at that age where we just have a lot of reproductive conversations and uh i was like who are you like what let me see these sperm donors like what's the whole deal like is there like a portal and she was like yes and i was like please let me look at the portal and then we logged in and it truly is the most amazing thing ever like you go through it has photos it's like every guy Can you just narrow down you're like i want someone between Six feet and six feet four. Yeah. Blue Brown, eyes. Blue eyes. Like you can go Ivy through educa- genetics of like if Denmark. they're carriers of like certain viruses and like. Oh my God. Uh, and Is you everyone can... attractive? No. Some are really not. And you're like, mm. but some are. <laughs> and then the, you get like a low vial alert. It's oh, like there's running not out much of left. sperm. You better get that sperm while it's hot. It's like a, it's like an Uber surge. Yeah, but I saw, like, sperm I surge. found a guy on there that I was like, oh my god, like I would love to have this person's sperm. Like, how he, much was he? Nine hundred sixty-five dollars. That's basically the cost of your pug. I know. And wow, then you that's just a get, deal. Like, I know. There's great sperm deals on these. Wait, portals. can you tell me a little more about this guy? I want to know the stats. So he was in a picture. He was like 6'3", which I, I need a tall. I yeah. need to have like a tall-ass baby. So if you have a girl, it's going to be really tall. She's going to be a giant. A giant. Yeah. I hope to have like a daughter that's 6'5". Yeah. Yeah. She'll love that. She bucks trends. You know what? It's time for tall girls to just be like full front and center. Yeah. And like let's erase this like tall stigma. Also, I just, yeah, girls, I think everyone should date all heights. Yeah, you know? so I many think girls have that, d- that issue with dating it smaller guys. You do, but one of the people you loved dating most was smaller than you. Shorter. Dating is a generous term for what we did, but okay, fucking well, was a, a much better description. And, and but I did emotions. really love fucking this super short guy. <laughs> <laughs> was your peg vibe? He was tiny, but really a wonderful sexual journey. And it made me really rethink my height stance. That's good. And now I'm way more of like, I'm way more open. It's more about like a personality and like a chemistry I'm attracted thing. to like all heights of men. Well, it's like easier five, for a gay man. I've five was probably as low as I'd go. It's easier for a gay guy. Right. Um, 
But, you know, if I'm going to go on like a first date with someone and I'm medium attracted to them, like I'm I'm going to choose a first date with someone that's like. Wait, if you really want a tall baby, get Ryan's. I know. But then that's My awkward. Roots. I know. But because it's a doctor. A friend's sperm is like, that's where things get dicey. Because I, I already felt myself getting like feelings for just like these random sperm strangers <laughs> where I was like, and you can't, you don't know their names the way, or anything Ryan's about them. Ryan's six, seven and like so smart and handsome. And He's amazing. like a genius, like so handsome He's and like the funniest god. person I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get off my deck. Get off. Throwing you off. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. But like... So we tell me more about this donor. So this donor was like 6'3", brown eyes, long, thick hair. He was long so hair. cute as a baby. And like... Oh, they show you baby pictures It's too. baby and then adult. So you can see like how they grew. He was a little weirder looking as an adult, but <laughs> I liked like his hair and just his general vibe. Hair. Well, long hair was good because it's like he has a thick head of hair. Okay. And... Uh, he was smart. You can see their GPA in like That's high insane. school and college. You can see like all sorts of health history of like. I don't think a GPA is very reflective, but it's I don't whatever. either. But it's nice to know. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you rather, given the choice between yeah. like a, if you can a 1.7 GPA sperm and like a 3.5? Was he in the sperm surge, this guy? He, his was a low vial. Low alert. vial. I alert. felt pressured to get a vial of that <laughs> sperm. <laughs> Where was he? It doesn't tell you. Oh. It's not going to tell you anything where you could like find I know, them later. I know. But, but it made me want to find him. When did it I was, feel like, like he was like somewhere West Coast? Yeah, he felt okay. really West Coast. Okay. But then I felt like, oh my god! Like eventually, if I went down this road, I would want to like find this person someday. And then it's like you can't really do that. I think you really have to can when they turn eighteen. They get like some access, people right? can, but they can choose. The okay. sperm donors can choose whether or not they want to be contacted. So he, what's his job now? I don't know. They don't tell you that. I don't think they tell you that. It's just like they tell you. And what's amazing is their staff impressions. So like the w- the women or the nurses that they're take, like seem nice. Yeah, they're <laughs> like he was a talk like a talkative guy. He was like very thoughtful and like he's a great. Ja- oh, this guy was a jazz musician and composer. So I loved that he was creative. That that tracks with the long hair. I know it was a real like jazzy kind of vibe, and I was like, give me that jazzy jizz. Like I'm ready. <laughs> Did you were there Europeans and like Asians and Africans and Australians in there? Was oh, it yeah. all over There's the world? All, I, well, so it's I a global it's sperm a, bank. I think it's more U.S. sperm, but there was all genders, all not all genders because it's sperm, but all races, which I guess is like kind of problematic if you, you wanted to search for certain. Races. Well, you could make like a mixed race baby if you wanted to. I don't know what the ethics are on that. I mean, I just know. from like a, it's, it's build a baby. Yeah. You just pick pick what it's going to kind of look like. But doesn't like. that seem weird as like a white person if you're like... I don't know. Is that weird? I don't know what I the... Don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not equipped to say. Yeah. Seems like it could be. I feel like in this day and age... I don't know though. Like, no, why? It's not weird. <laughs> it's, it feels like it should just be whatever, but then it also is know. like weird. I don't know. Readers weigh in. Is yeah. that like... I'm new to the sperm game, so yeah. like... <laughs> I'm like, but I haven't gotten what, laid you know in a be year way and I'm weirder, literally though. just It'd like, It'd be way no. weirder if it restricted you only to get sperm from your race. That's insane. That well, they can't restrict you with yeah, that. Know, it's I mean, like so your it's like, choice. It's not weird at all. No. It's just, I think it's, it can, I think what you're probably getting is it could be weird for white parents with zero, kind of zero like yeah. info from like that community and background to like just 
suddenly i mean it's not i mean i don't know i don't know millions of people do it if you're not in a community with like with no like role role model or figure and or like it's just like you only hang out with white people 24 7 then you decide (laughs) to have like a mixed race baby it might be a little bit weird i don't know i don't know the vibe i don't know either way in yeah but way in help me out here i'm super new to this like sperm donor game so do you think you would get like a variety pack of sperm and then like roll the die? No, I think I would get, oh, that actually could be a good way to do it because I feel myself like emotionally attached to any sperm donor. So it might be nice to just get tons of jizz from just like spend a lot of money on jizz. I would love to spend at least like $5,000 on Five premium jizz. jizz, like from low vial. Yeah. Go through all the low vial alerts. Get that jizz while it's hot and then just be like, mix it up, do a martini shake of it, (laughs) throw it in me, and then whatever happens, happens. (laughs) And it's a real like grab bag of a baby. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah, you then you wouldn't have the like Then you you would never exactly know. Yeah. You'd have you'd be like, was it that guy? You'd be like, guess what? I narrowed it down to like five great options and it I now don't need to be anywhere near connected to who it really was just know that it was like five of my premium choices yeah Mm -hmm. lara's picks lara's picks and i wish that i could like i wish that these things had like an affiliate program because i would love to start please get the login info i would love to start a website where i just recommend like jizz donors to people oh my god if you reviewed it kind of like evan d on yelp yeah like like, i would trust me i've done some research seems like a premium jizz donor (laughs) is there like feedback from people that have already gotten the jizz and they're like the kid seems pretty cool three out of five no, but stars that would actually be great <laughs> we like oh, our they kid. do have they have pregnancy <laughs> feedback where they say like this has there's been a pregnancy with this sperm because of like it's fertility and yeah so and then stuff. you're like okay this is like a fertile i want to see this site can you get the login because that would be like a fun evening like i'll try Saturday and get night. the login when but you're I will over 40 you just want to look at like other people's sperms i'm sure that you can just sign up for an account on these sites hmm. i'm ready to sign up for an account and just start buying up jizz you should like it feels right to like live laugh spend on like premium sperm you should do a gofundme for jizz i'll do one for the bathroom and we'll just go fund together i want to go fund just like a baby for myself <laughs> And like fuck dating or trying to find like any sort of viable partner, I would actually just like to crowdfund money to just have a premium baby and yeah. not have to worry about a man. Yeah. I mean, I could do that, but I also, you know, maybe I'll, if there's all this premium jizz online, there's gotta be premium jizz IRL. There's definitely premium jizz IRL. Arguably, it could be like extra premium because... Because they're not at that level of life where they feel like they need to sell their sperm. Mm-hmm. So you might actually be getting a super premium because you're getting someone that's so with it that they're not even at that level where they need to sell their sperm. Yeah. I think more straight men need to understand how much premium jizz is available at the click of a button. And they really need to understand that they're going to have to step up their game. Yeah. Because women do not need them. No. Actually. Another flow restrictor lie is that you actually need a man to like have a baby and live your life. You know what I'd like to ask the readers, the gay readers Mm -hmm. that are, that don't have um, reproductive organs. I would like to know the cost of either an adoption legal fee journey 
or a surrogate mix and match egg and sperm journey. Because from what I've heard, it's reaching almost 100K either way you shake it. It's yeah, not surrogacy. the 90s anymore where it used to just be like, adopt a baby for free. No, no way. Because I hear it's just $100,000 before the baby's born. And that just seems like a huge financial hurdle to do before it's born. Surrogacy is crazy expensive. But I've also heard the adoptions now about the same because it's become quite hard. So I'm just curious if anyone knows or if anyone works in the field. That's so wild to me that adoption would be so expensive and difficult. Because my cousin had so many children. a very expensive adoption journey that was highly traumatic and involved like the mom wanting to take the baby back and like just a lot of oh that's tough (sighs) should we get into some reader mail oh yeah i love reader mail excuse my stuffiness there's some really good reader mail okay so on the last episode i had said that is a giant looking planes very low to us well yeah on the last episode i'd said i made a claim that rabbit owners as adults are crazy they're true babes i had a rabbit as a kid yeah a rabbit as a kid is one deal but a rabbit as an adult is a full other deal i think a house rabbit as an adult is definitely a maybe babe but i think if you have a farm and you have like cutie rabbits with like little rabbit sheds and like well yeah that's different but like Constance Wu, for example, she had a rabbit that I guess pooped and peed all over her like million dollar That's Chelsea all they penthouse. Do. Yeah, they just run around They're in little, like little pellet pellets. Journey. I remember very well the distinct smell of rabbit pee and poop. Little pellets everywhere it was really gross. Like really gross. Our rabbit was cute though. His name was Banj. Banch. Banj. Banj. We just made up the like word. banjo. Kind of, but not. Banj. Okay. Love that. Banj. What was his color scheme? He was a black dwarf rabbit. Oh, that's adorable. But he loved me too much, would hump my arm too much, and that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, rabbits are highly sexual. Yeah. And like, and he was killed by a dog. That's classic rabbit yeah. life, though. was shaken. Yeah. It was really, that was hard. That's I loved Banj, but the, I would never have that pee and piss moment in my life again. Okay, so... Here's like I I urge the readers to like weigh in on about rabbit rabbits? babes. Yeah, oh, so we okay. have a lot of feedback about rabbit babes. Hi my babes, just wanted to submit the following evidence for examination in the ongoing investigation against rabbit babes. As a small backstory, I come from a really conservative redneck town where people hunt and go mudding and all that Texas chainsaw massacre kind of stuff for fun. This becomes relevant later. I don't know what mudding is. Just like slopping around in the mud. Maybe like driving your truck in mud. <laughs> That's a hobby. Then you have to clean it. Oh, yeah. It's you just go mudding. You just like drive like a crazy huge truck around in like sloppy mud. And you get it <laughs> as dirty as you can. You just go. You drive out and you just drive around and like slop it up. That's so random to me. That didn't even occur to me as something that would be fun. And you, it's all about finding... I'm Googling it now. It's also known as mud bogging. And you can find secret mudding spots that are like... Oh. <laughs> and then you like go out and just like truck it we up. We discovered a new mud spot. <laughs> Don't tell. Yeah, it's like surfing in Malibu except a mud spot instead of a secret you Real cove. dirty as opposed to like fresh from the ocean. Yeah, fresh from the ocean is maybe not even what happens because it's pretty dirty in the ocean, too. You just mudding trucks gone wild in the mud. or some, Trucks gone wild? Yeah, it's like a truck gone wild moment. Your truck just needs to live. 
So when I was four years old, we bought the cutest ever little baby rabbit as a pet named Remix. And my older brother and I loved him so much. He was so cute and quiet and soft. Ideal companion. However, a few months later, my sister was born. And as she became more mobile and engaged over the coming years, she began to antagonize Remix by roughly pulling his ears or scaring him because he was a baby. She was a baby and didn't understand. This was traumatic for Remix, and he experienced a major personality shift. He started to hide from us and would kick and scratch if you got too close. So long story short, my hillbilly mountain man father killed and ate Remix and told us he was delicious. (laughs) That's insane. Oh my god, that is such a wild move. We had him for almost two and a half years before he met his grisly end. I'll never have a pet rabbit again. Thanks for creating a safe space to disclose my pain. Wait, I can't believe a dad just like, well, kids, Remix was delish. Killed him, ate him. That is like a specifically That's like a- hillbilly vibe. I mean, I, I get the not wasting, but it's like maybe know, you didn't have to kill like, him. If it's your children's yeah, like it's- beloved pet, it's like not that funny. No. But that does sound like something my dad would do. Let's butch move. Semi. He's, He's like, not a big rabbit yummy. man. No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't eat a cat. What does cat taste like? Ugh. I think rabbits are so cute, though. I just want to say that. They're really cute, but I think they're kind of like soulless, weird creatures. <gasps> and I think it's like... I think they have special souls. I mean, they kind of have dead eyes. Mm-mm, not Bash. Banj? Banj had a very deep soul. Okay. And he had very different personality mood shifts, too. Longtime reader of Sep and Babe. Wait, Lara. Longtime reader. Sep and Babe are the only thing that get me through working in the hellscape of fashion in NYC. Ooh. I think I've written to you before and you probably never read it, but it's fine. I still deeply respect you and the work you do. I adopted a baby bunny last year and she was a sweet angel, but did in fact drop thousands of pellets. It was forgivable because she was so fucking cuddly and adorable. It actually hurt me. Anyway, she died from a parasite and I had a full-blown meltdown at the pet ER. My roommate said he'd help me bury her in Seward Park, so I met him at a restaurant we frequent with an eight-foot shovel, sobbing, and both him and our bartender friend thought I was unhinged enough to walk into the restaurant with a dead rabbit in one hand and a shovel bigger than my body in the other. Rude. But I simply waited outside and we hopped a fence and buried her together. Then we went back to Baccarat, and I literally ate duck and drank eight glasses of wine. I know that restaurant. <laughs> anyway, the breeder I got Brunhild, I know another indicator that I'm insane, from felt so bad that he drove to my apartment the next day and offered to give me a new baby bunny of my pick. I decided to adopt the ugliest freak-looking tiny black bunny with a sort of silver mane and one eye significantly bigger than the other. <laughs> At first, I resented him, but now he's the light of my life. His name is Polly Walnuts. Feel free to stalk my Instagram at Julia Cook for more pics. He was so easily potty trained, roams around our apartment in Chinatown and basically acts like a cat, doesn't sleep in my bed, but does cuddle and watch Sopranos with me. He does have a personality. In short, as an adult rabbit owner, I can confirm your theory that I'm in fact an insane person and a definite babe, but I will die on the hill that bunnies are great emotional support pets. I should add that I'm a cancer, emotional wreck, Gemini moon, drunk slut, Leo rising, full of myself. Please never stop what you do. Attached are some pics of Brew and Polly to help you understand. Oh, Oh. Oh. is that Polly Walnut? I think that's That's not an ugly rabbit. That's a gorgeous rabbit. Oh my God, that's Brew. Look at her. The one that died. I know. She had a red eye. I don't love that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Rude. I mean, I just don't love a red eye. I still don't believe that that rabbit is fully uh, house look at trained. Polly. Polly Walnut has a vibe. He's cute. He has a little hutch. Oh, brew. I love that you... Brew on the white leather couch being a white rabbit. It's just like, I love that look. Okay, here's a follow-up. Sorry, one more thing. Oh. My transcendental meditation teacher told me she taught the creative director of Rachel Comey TM, and she too has a rabbit in her beautiful French farmhouse in Brooklyn. She just has a massive wooden couch and a stack of hay for their bunny. Oh. <laughs> I love Wow, Rachel Comey just living that Rachel Lux Coney life. Rachel Comey loves bunnies so much, she built a couch for one. Yeah, and this has hay around the house. You could get a rabbit out here because you have wooden deck couches. Yeah. You should get a rabbit hutch. I don't want to deal with that. I don't blame you. Okay, I love I don't want to be responsible for a rabbit out here. Plus coyotes. Potting up here has changed the potting game. I'm just going to say that. It's great. I needed air in my face and hair while potting. There was like a few like audio trolls, but ultimately we moved past them and it's been a real I lovely... feel less tired than what if we were inside <laughs> You do potting. get really tired. Sometimes inside, potting yeah. takes it out of me. Okay. Dear Lara, an amazing guest. Graydon and Ed are my faves. <laughs> Lucky you. Here I am. OMG, the re- most recent podcast was triggering. Oh. I have the same nightmares you and Graydon described. It was oddly comforting to hear someone else describe these super lame yet terrifying nightmares of hotel lobbies and never-ending transportation systems. Another twist to mine is sequences of infinite doors while I'll continue entering rooms that have no windows and only more doors that lead to identical rooms. So, rabbits. I had a rabbit in college, and this pod gave me flashbacks. They can kind of be litter trained in their cage, but inevitably end up leaving little turds all over the place. We see you, Constance. Even worse, they chew everything. Baseboards, cords, books, you name it. As a poor college student, I was ready for mutton after it ate through my PlayStation power cord, both of my PlayStation controller cords, and the corners of my textbooks. Nothing says babe more than a psych book with chewed edges. You mentioned <laughs> that is, that is a <laughs> wild a true look, babe. That's like in class, you look over at that person, you're like, you'd mentioned they don't make noise, but you little do you know they can scream. So, yeah, what? Any, <laughs> I don't, oh my god, we have to Google rabbit screaming. There's a link. Oh my god, yes. I want to hear this. That's crazy. Make noises. Oh. Oh. oh, it doesn't like that. I've never heard a rabbit do that. Oh my god, let go of that rabbit. Seven million views. Wow. Okay, well, that was a sad scream. I would scream too if a fucking bro in a North Face got me and clutched me tight. Literally, that video was not soothing. <laughs> no. So yeah, anyone who owns one of these as an adult has some serious issues. After I graduated, my rabbit got to live a pretty chic life, though. A friend's grandparents had an orange orchard and a ranch in Ojai, so he got oh to spend God. the rest of his life living the dream with them. Wow, that is the dream. Rabbit just literally just like, I'm going to an orange orchard in Ojai. I, imagine one of the most bucolic areas. A rabbit living with like a college student that's like no. PlayStation and books everywhere, and you're just like, <laughs> <"Ugh."> <laughs> scream life. And then finally... <laughs> 
life. <laughs> that scream life. Living a true, li- just screaming all the time. <laughs> then finally, you get admitted to heaven, aka Ojai Orange Orchard, where you just like rabbit out zero scream. <laughs> zero scream. <laughs> you never need to scream again. You literally you screamed enough. Yeah, you've screamed enough. Oh my god. You then pivoted to how owning a lizard would be better than a rabbit, which I strongly support. I had a leopard gecko growing up, and they are such little cuties. The true troll of owning a lizard, though, is the crickets. You have to keep them in a little tank of their own, which ends up stinking since you feed them raw fruit. And every time you try and dump some in the lizard's tank, they inevitably jump out. Plus the chirping. To this day, I have phantom cricket sightings. I have to say, though, it was fun and maybe a little fucked up in retrospect that me and my friends would get stoned out of our minds and feel like we were watching Gladiator Arena spectating the gecko hunting the crickets. That sounds fun, but I fucking hate crickets i don't like crickets they Speaking don't taste crickets, good either i've eaten them and they are gross they taste like metal to me taste this, like blood this album has pics of my rabbit and some cutie leopard geckos but some horrific cricket covered guac i had in mexico city these emails are like full interactive like videos pictures i know i love it This smell instantly reminded me of feeding my gecko. I was ready to vom. In a real bug food twist, though, I had Eskimo in Mexico, which was an amazing pick also included and described as insect caviar. It's a rich, creamy avocado-like food with kind of an earthy taste. It's also edible larvae and pupae of ants. Sorry for the the ants when I had it. Epic email, but I feel like you guys were psychically picking up on the inner babe vibes I've had over the years and I had to share. It wouldn't be a reader mail without questions for you. So what's the worst nightmare you've had as an adult? And if you could have any animal as a pet, what would it be? Love and light. Like a non-traditional animal? Any animal in the entire world, what would your animal be? And so basically you don't ever have to worry about it being bad for the animal that you're having it as a pet. No, just like it's, you just have like it's a cutie you out with unlimited a, animal. So basically budget. What's your favorite animal? Yeah. But like you have an unlimited animal pet budget. So even if it's bad, you have so much of a budget that you can afford a special trainer and like all the animals needs You're are just met. like the happiest animal. Yeah. Ever. And it's just like loving being your pet. What <sighs> the would thing it is be? that there's so many animals that would be so fun to just like have around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're like a chic with like crazy, you know those like yeah in like Dubai those they have like feel their wrong own still those ones. Well, I don't yeah, think treated I mean, well. TBD. Okay, okay. Let's just list a couple. I love pangolins. Pangolins? Do you not know what they are? No. <gasps> oh my god. Are there any pango heads out there? Because pangolins are next level. A baby pangolin is the cutest <laughs> thing on earth. Okay, a pangolin. It's the most trafficked mammal you've never I know. I want to save them. I want to save a pangolin. Bad. Wow. You should definitely get a pangolin. It would go great with your deck. Like a sanctuary, a pangolin sanctuary back here. Yeah. Um, I love goats so much. Ugh, I and love that's plausible. a goat. Yeah. A goat is plausible. You could definitely have a goat. I love a goat. I love... A giraffe would be difficult, but fun. I was thinking a giraffe too. I just They're like silly and like goofy and it's just like... Hey, sweetie. And you just, I don't even know what it's like. Maybe they're fun. Maybe not. Yeah. If anyone knows what like living with a giraffe is like, please let me know. Mm-hmm. Readers before, I, before I take the plunge and start reveal that. Reveal yourself as a giraffe owner <laughs> and also sign up for Patreon because you can afford it. 
I want to know. If you own a giraffe and you're not a patron of this podcast, we have some beef. Yeah. Big and I need beef. to know why. I want to know also, because I bet you, if there's all these rabbit stories, there's definitely someone that has lived with an exotic animal that shouldn't have been owned or knows someone that has them. And I want stories about that. Yeah, I definitely, I need to know because that's a true babe or exotic yeah. animal owners. I also, did you ever, I once went into a deep sugar glider k-hole in my early 20s we love remember our sugar glider night where we discussed the best and worst things about sugar gliders i love sugar i wanted one in my early 20s and then i read that they can't be alone because they need a partner sugar glider or they die of loneliness well you just get two i need to heat your house like crazy because anything even remotely cool they're like (laughs) i don't want to live in like a sauna house maybe oh yeah the deck would be too cold for a sugar glider yeah the sugar gliders wouldn't, but they like. I think the maybe they, you should build an add-on to the deck that's just like a sugar glider sauna house, like a haven for sugar gliders. Yeah. Did you? What you if they turn this into like a full zoo? It would be amazing. And there's not that much space. A giraffe could fit. A giraffe could fit for sure. It has limited area to move around, <laughs> but like it's beautiful. There's a lot of vertical space. Yeah. I I mean my number one animal is Tony the pug, and then like I also love goats. Like I would love to have goats. I would love to like live on a farm someday, much like that rabbit that moved to Ojai. That would be ideal. I'm trying. There's definitely other animals that I obsess that I think would be so cool. I mean, I would love to have like a exotic wild cat, not a tiger. I'm allergic to cats, but like a margay or like just like a I, cheetah uh, i'm gonna tell you a little story mm-hmm. so my friend justin who you've met yeah his family grew up with i don't know what they are i'm sure the readers know but i'm just gonna call them like exotic larger cats that mm-hmm. are still domesticated they like have spots they look really like bangle i don't remember but they're like big much bigger than your average house cat they're like kind of have a wild personality, but people, some people have them in their homes. They're definitely a rich thing to have. Mm-hmm. And he's from West Virginia and we we're visiting. I was visiting him in West Virginia and I was like, oh my God, like I'm so allergic to cats. What am I going to do? And I got there. And the first thing it's like, I've always found that like, I feel like cats know when you just don't want to be with them and they just immediately fuck with you. Mm-hmm. That's my experience. So I got there and I was immediately tense around them. And I was like sitting down. That's on kind a- of on you. Well, I'm just I was like, I get so allergic. My eyes got swollen shut, everything. It's like I get welts. It's horrible. <laughs> and I like sat on like a hard back chair because I couldn't touch upholstery. And I was like, like, we were all just like talking. And then a cat was like, came out of nowhere, like eyed me out of the group of six. Mm-hmm. Was like, Meow! jumped in the air, landed on my legs, scratched me and ran <laughs> off. I unprovoked. I did nothing. It just like hopped up, slashed me, I've been and then there. flew away into the distance. And then I was like traumatized. <laughs> I got a giant welt. And I was like, oh my God. And we were spending the night. I was like, what am I going to do? I like immediately got meds. And I was like, Justin, like I just need to be in the room. Like the cats are never. He's like, don't worry. They never go to my brother's room. Like you can stay in my brother's room. He's not here. And I was like, Phew, thank God. And I was like hopped up on meds. Sure enough, at 5 a.m., there's two of them. I woke up in the morning to the feeling of claws poking my chest mm-hmm. going like, and the tail like going like literally it knew to like go right <laughs> under my giant schnoz and rub its tail on like me. doing like a little mustache rub yeah a yeah. mustache rub like a full like every inch <laughs> of the tail it made sure to touch my nose like it had to have the full the cats swoop. love they love their an anus in the face yeah moment. it was a swoop followed anus. by like a swoop tail and then 
I was traumatized. I grabbed the cat and threw it out of the room. I was like, <gasps> I looked around and I was like, okay, safe. I like blew my nose, washed my face. And then within like, as I'm like falling asleep again, like 5.45 a.m., the other cat's like, meow. It's like they've been hiding. <laughs> and its tail was again swooping under my nose. At this point, I was like, <gasps> it was, that's my, I just can't with cats. Yeah. And that's why those ones also, those big, they're beautiful looking. They're though. beautiful. They have like yeah. spots and stuff. Yeah. There, I mean, a good cat, there truly is nothing better than just like a friendly flop of a cat that is just like a sweetie pie. But there's also nothing worse than like a bad cat. You know. Francesca. And I would know. Yeah. But let's not go there. Have I'm you told all... the story? I don't know. <laughs> That's for another episode, That's I guess. It's for another episode of the pod where we can talk you about. You want to know Lara's animal cruelty side. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> For paying subscribers only. We can talk about the it dark on the bonus side. app. Yeah. Is there another mail? Oh, there's a lot of mail. Hello, lovely Lara and friends. Before getting into it, I just want to thank you for all that you do on Babe and Sup. Your pods have truly saved me in some dark moments as I attempt to live, laugh, and love in the LA hellscape. Also, I'm a fellow deadhead, which is not related, but maybe it is. Anyways, I'm writing because I feel like I'm in a transition period of my life. I'm turning 29 next month, and while I feel like I've only aged gracefully, I get so much anxiety surrounding growing up slash life choices, etc. I spent most of my 20s either in a serious relationship or reeling from breaking up from said relationships. I'm now single, have been for three months, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's the longest I've ever been single since I was 20 years old. I'm really coming into my own and feeling and feel myself feeling safe for the first time ever. I've been sleeping around and loving it. All I've been wanting to do is meet new people, go out, dance, party, etc. I'm writing because I feel like I'm an a late I'm a late bloomer to feeling wild and free at a time where it seems like a lot of people know I know are growing up or adulting. Gross. I hate that word, but you know people use it. I have a feeling babying out at 29 is not super cute, but truly I feel like I'm awakening into a more confident and wild time in my life, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are into coming into your own later in your 20s or 30s. How do you feel good about your choices when it seems like everyone is trying to be serious while all you want to do is be untied and explore? Thanks for all you do. Love and light. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Like, I feel like I had a babe resurgence from like 30 to like 32 or 33 that ended up leading me into a period of like self-help and like serious reflection that was hard but necessary in order to be like the person I am now. So I think sometimes it's really necessary to have those like wild moments. You need to. You got to get it out of your system. Get it out of your system. I mean. And if you're enjoying it, great. Yeah, if you're enjoying it and it's not like it's not you have you don't have to have a wild period. Yeah, I think some people feel the pressure like I haven't slept with enough people, and it's like well, you don't if you don't like it and it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. Yeah, and I'm like a big, I'm an advocate of like whole life, a whole lot like responsible whole life, right? And I'm an advocate of like experimental drug use, but. I think that that is like different for everyone. Like obviously addiction comes into play and it's not like something that everyone can handle or good for everyone. But I think sometimes it's like for me has felt I've gotten like positive experiences from it and some negative, but like (laughs) 
Did I? I did tell my mushroom tripping story on this. Yeah, yeah. You that did. was yeah. I'm I'm like I'm not a big drug head. Yeah. I mean, I think that like, I feel like a lot of people seem to have really great experiences and I just support that. Yeah. I think it's to each their own. And as long as you are not like getting into, it's like not harming yourself or the thing like, is, when do you get to the point where someone's like, I just responsibly took heroin over the weekend. It was well, fun and dirty. Well, like a bit of a different, I know, but heroin now is going to be like, color. that's not fair to us. Like we're also a drug. Like why you got to treat us like that? Well, I'm when I say is like math okay, like a little casual math. <laughs> some people need to do like a casual meth just to see. I guess do do people need to do casual heroin to see? Mm, I mean, I did heroin under the like basically heroin, aka fentanyl, under the gaze when? of a doctor. Oh, when I got my butt surgery. Oh, I. Is but I did heroin. No, no, but that's like I feel like it's in the same family ish. I mean. I did it knowing that this would be like truly my only time to really go fucking buck wild on a fentanyl journey. So I was <laughs> like, Christ. so I was just like, there's an epidemic, Lars. Up. There's an epidemic. I know that, but le- we got to talk about it. True. There's yeah. an epidemic for a reason. It's just funny how some drugs are like that drug's okay, but that one's not. But if you die, if there's a high die rate, it's not a good drug. I mean, I'm more of like an experiment with like psychedelia, like. That's what you need to say. You're a psych. I'm a psych. I'm I'm an advocate of like psychedelics, like acid, mushrooms, MDMA, ayahuasca. MDMA isn't really that psychedelic. Sometimes it can be really therapeutic. What's that other one? Ketamine. What is the oh um? What's it called? DMT. DMT. Which I tried once. I know. I haven't done that. It was very fractal. It seems cool. Felt like I was in like a pinball machine for 10 minutes but like i would say if you get surgery and you're being you're under the care of a nurse who's administering any sort of like fentanyl to you and you are curious but that's how you got hooked no it's not isn't it i thought like doctors then give you like a little like take home to like for to manage the pain i got no take home fentanyl i got some i don't know oxycontin but i didn't i took that for a day and a half i mean you have to really know yourself oxy basically heroin Oxy is an opioid. Right. So that's like family. how you can get hooked. But they gave me like, I think they gave me like 10 pills total. And I just took them for two days I like, and I didn't need them. I like poppies, but I don't need like the opiate. I like yeah. a poppy flower, a cut poppy. I think if you're having a babe out period, you really like it requires a lot of like honesty with yourself of being like is this working for me? Is this not? And if you reach an impasse where it's not working for you, you have to be able to be like, okay, like I'm not going to go down this road anymore. And like, I've had enough and no one to say enough is enough. Yeah. Not everyone has that control and ability though. I know, but you have to be honest with yourself. If you don't have that control and ability, you really have to be honest with yourself and like set boundaries uh, around your lack of Do you control. have any psychedelic plans coming up? Mm, not really in the near future. It's more just like around like Grateful Dead shows. I'm dying for you to go on like an ayahuasca journey and tell me about it. Yeah. And the readers. I feel like that is like, that could be like a 10 episode arc. Like I truly, if you document the whole experience and like narrate it, it could be like a true wild vibe. Yeah. I mean, I've like, I may go to a dead show in the next week but i also am like it would be at the hollywood bowl and that doesn't feel very like fun acid to me 
that's more of just like a smoke some weed and like dance around. Plus, I'm gonna have a baby named Tony, so I oh won't my be god, able to go you can't leave him for a really long time. You can't come home and be like, "What is Tony a rat?" <laughs> I'm just like, get out, no. set the rat He's trap like, for Tony. No. You bring out your old traps. <laughs> um, you make a little like peanut butter ritz yeah, for Tony so and his like, trap. I have to be a responsible mom for a while. Yeah, but like, you know. I'm always open to like a psychedelic experience when it feels right. Wasn't the email more about like kind of like sleeping around than drugs? Um, maybe, but I don't know. I haven't slept around in a really long time. Are you ready for that again? I'm ready to date for sure. But not like just dive into that like five people a week. I mean, I get <laughs> I get nervous about that just from like a health standpoint mm-hmm. is like I get freaked out about like STDs that That's can smart. come with casual sex, which is like... M- not it's like just reality i was reading this book that was amazing like a um was a memoir by this woman named rosie mcgee who like tr- like was part of the grateful dead scene for like 64 to 74 so during like the free love explosion and just talks about how it's like she's like in an open relationship you just like fucked whoever and it was kind of just like love and light and just like boning and that that made me sad that I didn't live in that era because that was like really the worst thing that you'd have to worry about is like getting chlamydia or like gonorrhea and you just take Wild care of time. it and then you like move on with your life like herpes wasn't even a thing yet really herpes really didn't become like a thing thing until I guess like her- it was around but people didn't care about it that much it was just like oh everyone has it like whatever but there was gonorrhea what there was gonorrhea syphilis? there must have been syph they're stiff, but that's like... So basically everything but HIV and herpes. Yeah, and herpes was not like... Didn't have the same stigma it does today. So it was like really didn't get a stigma until like medications came out. And then they had to sell like Valtrex. So they were like, herpes is disgusting. Better take Valtrex. And that's when everyone got like a fucking bee in their bonnet about herpes. Don't bring them up again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think ho is life. In yeah. that same breath. So as long as you're being safe. Deck is life. Deck is life. This is a good spot to, to record. Yeah. It's good. It's getting a little hot for me now. Like I'm having like an active sweat moment, but I still love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have the umbrella yet. If you sit over here though, it's good. Um, We can wrap up. <clears throat> oh. Oh gosh. Goodness. <laughs> Got hot and dry all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, she's suffering out here. <laughs> When the deck turns. <laughs> um, oh, we didn't answer the one reader's question about nightmares. What's the worst nightmare that you've ever had? Oh, it's like so dark. I don't really want to describe it. it. Involves like, yeah. What? Like murder and just horrible stuff. I've had a bunch of those though. I can have really crazy nightmares. Yeah. Weirdly. I just don't remember them all, but I've definitely had like, I hate the kind of nightmare where like it's like your life is in jeopardy and it's like I'm constantly like running away from like a threat. Yeah. Like then you see I've had nightmares where like people are dying around you and you're like it's like almost like an action movie but horrible. Yeah I've had that. Like murdery like long saga murdery nightmares are not fun. 
Like, I feel like I had one, like, last night where it was, like... Endless murder saga. An endless murder saga, but, like, also on vacation. So it was, like, you're trying to vacay, but then the, there's, that like, is, a That's murder. an additional stress that you're putting on. You're like, oh, but I spent all this money on the trip. Yeah, and, like, it's like, oh, we're trying to, like, have fun in this, like, little trailer. Like, I heard trailer. that side of the hotel pool is safer. Let's yeah. go over there. Um. Yeah. Hybrid I mean, dreams are so weird, where it's, like... You're doing something amazing. Like you just learned to fly, but then everyone's being murdered and you're like, damn it. And then it's like, and you forgot to do your homework. Yeah. It's just like, throw it all in. Um, well, thank you for being my guest and having me to the deck to yeah. record. Many more to come. Yeah. We're going to do a bonus episode. Inside. Inside. Beautiful Premium sound. sound. Yeah. Um, which you can get if you go to patreon.com slash babe podcast and sign up. If you have listened to this podcast, but you haven't ever gone on the iTunes store to rate and give like a little one sentence review, think about doing that as a birthday present to me. That's all I ask. I know. Happy almost birthday. Thank you. Um, you can find Ed on Insta at Edrosty. I'm yes. at Lars Marie. And write us about any exotic animal babes that you know. I yeah, want to know. Always, I mean, I can't. I should keep track of all the questions I've asked on past pods because I don't feel like they've all been answered. No, they definitely haven't. No. I've had a lot of called readers. Yeah. And I'm not sure that I got the info that I need. Because mm -hmm. I should go back and brush up. Oh, and you wanted to know from gay guys who are doing like an adoption or surrogacy yeah. moment. Like, what is the cost? Yeah, I need a cost breakdown. Yeah. Detailed. Ta let's like, I want readers to write in about expensive things yeah. like surrogacy. Yeah. IVF. Yep. Egg freezing. Ducks. And exotic animal pets. And a duck. And a duck. If anyone has any duck stories that they like, let us know. <sighs> All right. Bye. Bye. Babe? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.